Let's foray into Nevada's wild spaces. This is a half an hour adventure with the Nevada Department of Wildlife. This is Nevada Wild. Here on this Welcome to Nevada Wild, brought to you by the Nevada Department of Wildlife. I'm Ashley Sanchez, joined by your co-host, Aaron Keller. And we have the one and only, I'm just trying to really build you up here. Oh, appreciate it. Um, Bob Rager. Rager. He is in engineering, but more importantly, he is our 2019 Chili Cook-Off winner here at Endow. So kind of a big deal. Welcome, Bob. Have you been in here before? I one time with Aaron, and I, it's been a while, so I, maybe I didn't do such a great yeah. job, but I haven't been invited <laughs> yeah. back. Well, welcome it, back. And it might have been on the same topic. It it was. Okay. Well, I think yeah. I think it was. I don't know what we're talking about yet. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so what we will be talking about because the holidays are approaching, everyone's out hunting right now, and they're going to be bringing hopefully bringing some wild game back. Um, we wanted to go over some different ideas for how you could cook your wild game with the holidays coming up. And that's why we wanted our chili cook-off winner, because we know you're a good cook. Um, and you just have a ton of great ideas. So, Yeah, wild game cooking is uh, one of the things that Bob and I get caught up in talking about. And he always has some good... Well, I, I'm neighbors with uh, Christy Crabtree, who, uh, who's been in here before, and I steal her recipes. And uh, we 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 tend to cook uh, similarly. She takes really good pictures and makes it taste good, and I I try to mimic. You just but I don't it. take the pictures. Yeah, right. <laughs> I, don't I don't take the she, pictures. We actually wanted her in here with you, but she's out hunting right now. So hopefully, one of these yeah. days we could get both of you in here yeah. together. So with the holidays coming up, um, well, first off, what are you? What is your? What's on the menu at your house for Thanksgiving? Uh, we typically don't have enough game meat to do a, a, a full main course and uh, so we we'd like to do appetizers and uh what i was thinking about uh what when i talked to you guys earlier i was thinking about man uh, wh what can i do for an appetizer this time around and uh, i have two venison tenderloins left and christy has a really good stuffed tenderloin recipe and you can slice it up and have little uh little toothpick finger foods before yeah. it, while everybody's going around, and it, it it's relatively easy. You can buy most of the stuff, uh, most of the filling for it can come out of a can, and then you just kind of sear it and, and finish it off in the oven, and have a little a little sauce, a little pan sauce that you pour over the top of it. Makes it really good. And then everybody uh, can have a little taste. Exactly. What you, and what, what, what do you call? What's the name for something like that? Because <laughs> every fancy, I don't know what it's called. I just it's just a rolled tenderloin like a, I rolled guess, like a rolled stuffed tenderloin hmm. I, i'm not sure even what uh even what christy's calling it in there yeah sounds really good but you could put uh, put uh, pine nuts in it you know we had a pretty good pine nut crop this year so yeah. if you pick some pine nuts you can put that in it and then uh, uh some sort of little vegetable uh, maybe some diced potatoes or something in it to give it a little little crunch mushrooms that sort of thing yeah that sounds amazing and we keep mentioning christy crabtree so for those of you who don't know she's with nevada or on instagram you could follow her at nevada foodies right. and she's posting stuff all the time and then she also has a cookbook right and uh she's a featured chef for bugle magazine oh wow for uh, rocky, rocky mountain, mountain elk Foundation. okay i think i did know that yep. but 
so she has a ton of you should look her up and i'm sure once you look her up you'll find a ton yeah. of different recipes if you're toying with what she you makes do. it easy too it's not it's not super complicated stuff right you know, i'm i'm a kind of a salt and pepper and, and don't overcook it type of guy mm. and uh, uh the other thing we're going to talk about where uh were some of the small game stuff that yes. th that maybe we're n underutilizing. Well, we always talk about big game, um, which is great to talk about, but we did want to use some, maybe give people idea for their small game what to yeah. do. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm not that great of a chucker hunter, so <laughs> so there's not <laughs> many chucker at, uh, at our house. But uh, if you're out chucker hunting and you're not having luck, there's usually cottontails where you're at. So... Uh, we've been doing that the last couple of years, and uh, there's a there's a Greek stew. It's called Stefano for for rabbits, and it's got uh, wine and uh, vinegar and uh, some some really concentrated flavors in it. Yeah, and like the, a low and slow. Yeah, it lends itself to to those uh, those cottontails, and it's easy. You could you can do it in a crock pot. Yeah, and that might not be something people think about either. Right, going hey, you know, cocktails, uh, there's a lot of good meat on them, and they're tender. So if you're not having luck with chucker like Bob. Right. <laughs> or you didn't draw a tag. Yeah, or you didn't exactly. There's, uh, there's cottontails and uh, and uh, quail. People uh, people don't shoot a lot of quail. I, I had a really good recipe for quail lettuce wraps, Ooh. and you kind of you kind of braise them. And then uh, cook them really slow, and then you pull all the meat off, and then you make your little filling for your lettuce wraps, and put all kinds of fresh stuff on it. Yeah, I'm a big fan of lettuce wraps. We've yeah. done a bunch of different things through lettuce wraps, and yeah, you can turn pretty much anything into a lettuce wrap. Yeah, yep. Any sort of like Asian flavor yeah. goes really good with birds, or right. What does quail taste like? I've never tried it. It's uh. It's it's not a strong flavor. It's uh, it's pretty mild, and it'll accept most of the stuff that you put on it. Like you know, yeah. you put uh, some of that ginger type mm -hmm. stuff. Uh, but we're not doing a whole bunch of soy at our house right now. We're doing the the coconut aminos instead, mm -hmm. and that imparts a really good flavor I've on. I'm doing it. that. Yeah. It's good, right? And it tastes a lot like soy sauce. Yeah, just yeah. Less it's supposed salty, to be a but sweet. Yeah, it's supposed to be a substitute for it. Yeah, you don't want all that salt anyway. In your food, I mean. Oh, salt tastes good. It does <laughs> taste good, but if you don't need it. Right. Um, yeah, but quail are just a mild game bird, mm -hmm. I guess. So, yeah. like. My my wife loves them uh, bacon-wrapped. You know, you can take the, the breasts off and, and bacon-wrap them. And, and then that's another finger food for, you know, that you can have before Thanksgiving. Lettuce wraps are another thing that you can have floating around before Those the meal's ready. Those are really good yeah. ideas. For sure. The, like the bacon-wrapped with the popper the jalapeno and yeah. the cream I haven't cheese done and it's you haven't i haven't done i've really never good. done poppers oh man you <laughs> gotta I do it i love jalapeno so i think on the last wild game podcast we talked about it but i one time we ate 63 of them straight <laughs> off the barbecue oh didn't even need plates they're so good they're so good the ones where you just do jalapeno cream cheese and bacon around it or yeah. you added yep, some wild game exactly. in it no yeah it's no that with like dove Ours oh, with yeah, I, I got a buddy Matt who's a really good chucker hunter, and he uh, he introduced me to chucker cordon bleu out at camp, where he you have all the fixings, you have the ham, and then you have the the chucker breast, and then you then you have the uh, Gruyere cheese or the Swiss cheese, and you cook them right over the fire at camp, and then put them on the tray and pass them around. So there's another idea for and what for so say that again, chucker cordon bleu. Yeah, and it's it doesn't have the bechamel sauce on it, but it has the 
the base it has the Swiss cheese and the ham and yeah. then the chucker breast. And Where? That's good. Nice. Do you have a recipe book? No, no, <laughs> no. I just, yeah. I, I just steal everybody else's stuff. Yeah. They, if they make something good. I said, how ah, do you do that? These are great ideas. We, I mean, we have Thanksgiving, then we have Christmas, and then after that, it's Super Bowl. So there's a ton of right. things coming up. And New Year's. Yeah. Who knows if you're having a New Year's party? Yeah. Um, or just a really barbecue ideas. or like Bob was saying, going Anytime. out hunting. Actually, that's one of the things that, that I started doing is when I was going out hunting, I would try and get some meat or yeah. something cooked up to take with me. Right. And then you have it out there. And if you do it good, like homemade type recipe, it's so much better out camping. M- makes it easier, <laughs> too. Uh, the past couple of years, I've been doing the, you know, venison burritos to take and have them frozen. Yeah. And then, you know, you can heat them up on the engine block of your truck while you're out driving around hunting. Uh, makes makes it super easy and the you right. know, the dehydrated stuff's is nice and light if you're packing in somewhere but if you got a big cooler and a truck to to take it to camp you might as well have something homemade exactly. for sure i bet it tastes really good while you're out it's there really so what's your like when you get like a piece of game meat what's your what's the how does your approach go to that do you like google it do you think back to like what tasted good or what you're in the mood for or how how do you start out i try to adapt it to something that i've had that wasn't game meat you know like the like the lettuce wraps you know typically that's chicken or pork or whatever i said well how can i incorporate uh, this little game meat to it the the stefato recipe uh you know that's that that was a rabbit deal and that that's a greek rabbit recipe Right. And I was I just looked it up like you said. I, yeah. You know I was like man I I have I have two cottontails what am I gonna do with them? And uh, instead of just pan frying them and putting flour and salt and butter on them, right? You uh, I said well let's, let's try one of these stews, and it uh, it was delicious. I I probably won't go back to cooking it any other way unless I make hoss and pfeffer, like a Bugs Bunny. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> That's great that you think outside of the box like that too. So basically, anything you eat with uh, normal—what? How do I word that? Meat, chicken, pork, domestic, domestic. I almost said normal meat. Yeah. <laughs> um, you could actually use game meat with yeah. it. Yeah. That's good information for people. We actually had someone asking us to do a podcast about upling game and uh, small game recipes that they yeah. could use with that. Yeah, I saw somebody posted uh, on the Endow website looking for bones or uh, maybe it was uh, hmm. uh, another another Facebook page. One they of were the looking groups they or were, they were, yeah, they were looking for uh, venison bones for their dogs. Uh, but uh, you know, you can make you make bone broth out of those also and we've been doing that with uh, uh, with some of the antelope bones mm-hmm. and uh, make a demi gloss. I used to do that for Christmas too, you know, for little gifts that you can hand out. You boil down a bunch of bones. It takes uh, well, takes a long time. It's a work intensive, <laughs> but then you give them a little recipe with it, a little recipe book of the different sauces that you can oh, make cool. out of the demi glaze. It's just a base. Yeah. But uh, I I did that for a couple of years. Mm. And this apologize is to anybody that didn't get yeah, one I'm of like, those. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. I, <laughs> yeah, he's like, how did I miss out on that? You guys might not be <laughs> as close as you thought you were. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you'll get one this year. You just never know. Yeah, um, and then there's Asabuco that yeah. people make with shank. And yeah, and I, I was totally under, uh, underutilizing that P90 
piece of meat until I talked to Christy. And she's like, well, well why, aren't, why aren't you doing that? And I said, well, I, I don't have a meat saw for one. She says, just use a hacksaw or use a little thing. Yeah. And uh, so I wound up doing that. And I, I doubt I'll go back to cooking it because I used to cut it off and, and make grind out of it. Right. And now I've got I've got four shanks. Just take everything out of every animal, and I'm I'm good. And then you can you can buck them up into smaller pieces. And uh, man, two shanks feeds the family four right now. And it's nice. so good. It's so good. It's got to be one of the best. All the all, all the the tendons and stuff they just cook away dissolve. and dissolve, and then it's just left with really tender meat, which normally is some of the toughest. Yeah. Yeah, Who which is normally thought? goes into your grind, yeah, and then becomes burger, and so you're making which like is good. Gor- I mean, I mean, it's we good. U- we yeah, utilize you're that. You're eating it anyway. That's but, what right. I do when I get into too. It's not uh, like a gourmet. No, the osabuco. Osabuco is is super deep flavors. It's awesome. Yeah, and uh, Chrissy's super got tender. all the stuff that you're supposed to put in, and I yep. just go off that. Yep. Let's get into this a little bit more after the break. We're out of time for the first half of the show. It goes quick. But we will be right back. You're listening to Nevada Wild. If you enjoy listening to our podcast, leave us a review on iTunes and SoundCloud. For more information on hunting, fishing, boating, and all things wildlife, go to endow.org. Now back to the show. Welcome back to Nevada Wild. Today we're talking about cooking with wild game. And before the break, you guys were naming off some pretty crazy words. I didn't even know what you were talking about. (laughs) Um, And we were talking about it during the break because I was like, what is this that we're talking about? So one was Osobuco. 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 O-S-S-O. B-U-C-C-O. And then when we Googled it, recipes even came up. Yeah, I had to show you so, pictures yeah, of him exactly. we were talking so about. So explain yeah. exactly what it is the way you were explaining it to me. So it basically it's the shank of a wild game animal, like a deer or an elk. Or, and it's the it's actually slices of the, the shank with the bone in. Yeah, the lower part of the leg. Lower part of the yeah. leg, yeah. And... Uh, and basically, it's the stuff that's filled with a lot of tendons on deer and elk. It's what makes them jump high and run fast. Um, so you're cutting that down, and then you're low and slow cooking it to where it gets really tender. And, and when you cook it that way, it makes it. Well, it even shortens more all those tenders up, yeah, and they just yep. melt away, basically. All those tenders up. It tendons, shortens all yeah. the tendons. 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 Yeah. tendons. <laughs> tendons. And then it just, you guys were showing tissue. me pictures of. Um, it looked like it was cooking or something, and you said that it just soaks up all of the juices yeah. and liquids. And yeah, the, it it keeps reducing the, the longer you cook it. You know, you you sear it so it holds in the holds in the juice, right? And then uh, you cook it low and slow, and uh, in a in a liquid. Most most time, it's a, a wine or or a broth of some sort. And then as that boils down and uh, concentrates, all those flavors get concentrated into the meat. It looked really good from that picture. Oh, it's, it's delicious. So, and some of these things are a little bit more advanced, I feel like. Um, 
So where do you even get started? Like, where did you start when you first started messing around with wild game? Uh, I, I think a lot of people start with, uh, like, spaghettis and burgers and, and stuff with the grind, you know, because that's familiar and it's and it's pretty difficult to to mess that up you know you mm -hmm. can you can uh, disguise a lot of flavors with spaghetti sauce tomatoes pretty powerful thing um and chili as well you know you can put uh, the those game meats in there if you're if you have people that are, are not as keen on on game game meat or or that that particular flavor i think you can disguise it so that's i think that's where i got started and we used to we used to dredge everything in, in a little bit of flour salt and, and then fry it in butter all right and oh, uh, i've i've gotten away <laughs> i've gotten away from that a little bit but that's still good mm -hmm. i mean mm -hmm. I, I mean it's not like it's <laughs> makes it bad oh we still cook a lot of burgers at my yeah. house mm -hmm. i got my two boys and they eat yeah like sliders yeah and my wife can make a little special sauce for them and little toppings and things that go with it and yeah. my kids they they love them i mean it's a treat for them so they eat it up as fast as we can make them and then yeah. I, I know that we always say um we've done podcasts before where after years and years maybe that's the recipe that's been passed down it's like hamburgers or chili it's a good way to start and it's good you said mm -hmm. your yeah. family loves them but it remember that there are all these other cool things that yeah you yeah you do. don't have to get fancy in, uh, in order to make it nice exactly right yeah just a, you know, a couple have people enjoy it you gotta, you gotta learn a couple techniques and then you're the biggest thing with wild game is you do not want to overcook it so you're not cooking it to well on anything, and um, you just want to pay attention, right? It does take some effort to learn yeah. new recipes and to, and but we do have wild game cooking classes mm -hmm. that are coming up. We teach them in the winter, so it's you know it's just before Thanksgiving now. They're going to be coming up soon. Um, we teach them in in Reno at Nothing to It Culinary Center, or and. Uh, basically teach you techniques you can transfer those to any type of game meat but pretty simple recipes yeah. and just uh, just the other day i had a, a neighbor approach me uh her her son got uh his second uh deer and uh she was she said she was scared to cook it she she's always been scared her mom did all the all the cooking of the game when they were growing up and she was really nervous and asked me if if uh, she'd come over and do that, so I'll I'll turn it on to that class so I don't mess her up. Yeah, yeah I mean, because that's the thing is just you, we just want people to to practice and try new things and yeah. try and pass down to their kids that wild game is you know the best meat you can get. Yeah, and you are gonna. I mean, there's a chance you mess it up. It happens. Mm -hmm. You can mess up a little bit or overcook yeah. it a little bit or. Okay, do you touch on the the not overcooking it? That's a, that's so important that you don't you don't dry it out because I think that's where people lose their interest in it. They'll, they'll cook it and dry it out and be like, why? Why did I? Why did I do that? Why? Why yeah. do people like that? I don't well, like deer. The first time I had too, deer, yeah. it was a steak and it was super dried out, and I was disgusted by it. Yeah. <laughs> and then I was turned off to yeah. wild game. But then when I started here. I tried all these recipes that you guys bring in. My, my wife was the same way, and uh, I I had an aversion to antelope, and then finally my uh, had a buddy uh, Jason that he invited us over. He says, "Oh, you got to try it." And I said, "All right." And I I was newly married. We went over, and I said, "I don't know if this can be good to my wife." And uh, man, it was. He didn't overcook. He knew what he was doing. Yeah. Uh, it wasn't overcooked. 
It was fantastic. And to this day, it's my wife's favorite. That's good. And I, I really like when we, when we do find a good recipe and then like Jason, like sharing it, inviting people over and sharing it. And then them going, oh my goodness, this is so good. How have I not been doing this the whole time? Right. And then almost the next you usually the next question is how do I yeah. get a tag next year? And <laughs> then you yeah. got people hooked into yeah. wanting to go hunting for, and it's all about the meat. Yeah. It's all about sharing the meat. It's all about making good recipes. And, uh, but yeah, we, the appetizer stuff is definitely one of those things that we try and stick to. So everybody can have a little taste. Right. You don't have to get too crazy with the recipes, but you can find a couple good ones and stick to them and, and I, appetizers are my favorite food. Like, I prefer appetizers over the main course. <laughs> so if you're making I'd, some good I do, too. <laughs> They're so, so you know, Especially good. Thanksgiving and Christmas time. You know, I, I'm so full by the time the main course comes Agreed. around. That I'm just like, oh, I'll wait for my turkey sandwich later, whatever. <laughs> the next day. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah we, um, you were asking me about chorizo. Yeah. And I've made some, some pretty good breakfast chorizo. Yeah, right. I think there. breakfast goes overlooked with uh, with wild game sometimes, and I I just got into making a little bit of chorizo out of out of venison and, and antelope, and uh, it's it's relatively simple. A little little vinegar, a little chili powder. You let it sit overnight, or a little salt, and uh, it imparts those flavors on it. It's, it's yeah. good. Yeah, yeah, my uh, my wrestling cro- coach growing up, he gave me his chorizo recipe, and it's it's got all the the peppers and the yeah. It's so the good. ancho peppers, ancho peppers, and all the stuff. I went on a desert bighorn sheep hunt in, in New Mexico, and picked up a bunch of peppers and brought them back. And oh, I bet those are delicious. That, it's so good. So it was yeah. bighorn sheep that you yep, used. Yep, chorizo. Yep. Oh wow. Yep, and uh, it was awesome. Mix I'd it up with some eggs, put it in a burrito. Yeah. Uh, you can just so many different ways uh, you can make it. I've been putting them on sweet potatoes. Just oh, yeah. chorizo and sweet potatoes, maybe a little bit of onion in the morning, and I'll, I'll make big enough batch where I can have it two you're or three days. You're eating healthy, aren't you? Two or three days in a row. I'm trying to. Yeah, you're like the cocoa, <laughs> or to. what are they called, cocoa aminos? Uh, yeah, that coconut aminos. The coconut aminos. Yeah, I yeah, get those Instead too. of the soy. And then sweet potatoes. Yeah. Yum. Yeah. Well, I eat regular potatoes too, but the sweet potatoes, I, I like the flavor of those. Mm-hmm. I yeah. didn't used to. But they're yeah. they're good now, and they're it's really a different good with flavor. Medicine. Yeah, they're really so. good with the uh, with the game meats, antelope antelope chorizo and sweet potato in the morning. Yeah, I wouldn't have thought of that. Yeah. You're right. I was overlooking breakfast too. I was focused on all these holiday meals coming up, but yeah. there are so many different ways you could use. Yeah, and then you use that chorizo, you make it into a patty, make it into breakfast sandwiches, English muffin. Yeah, yeah put a little uh, fried little egg on there. Fried egg, put it on there, wrap it up. Yeah. Put take it with sauce, you to work. Take it with you. You guys are making me really hungry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all me That's all me and him do is sit around and eat. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Is that yeah. what you're always talking about? You yeah. Just <laughs> we're talking about where we're going hunting next. And where we're going what we're or what we're eating. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what are you bringing to eat? Yep. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. So, but and then the last thing that, uh, well, the, I've grown up cooking it is jerky. Yeah. Is I make so much jerky. Just it it's so easy to put in my blind bag when I'm going duck hunting or mm-hmm. to to gift to people. Is I mean it goes so fast that if you wanna I've been liking the uh the other cuts that uh, I usually make jerky out of. I've been liking them in other stuff so I'm making a lot. Right. And uh so I'll uh I'll usually save maybe maybe one 
round or something. To well, with to big make. game, but I like for uh, oh. me like ducks and geese, you can make jerky uh, easy. I'm, what I'm, was that last jerky you brought in? It was elk and something. I think it was duck. Oh and yeah, elk. I mixed. I mixed. Yes, oh, and yeah. it was good. I and bet it I, was. That stuff yeah. creeps me out, and I was like, <laughs> this tastes really good. Yeah, like I think it was cow, elk, and duck. And I it's just, like one of those turduckins that people do at mm-hmm, Thanksgiving. Exactly. Where they stuff I, one inside. The I didn't egg. do it for flavor. I did it because I had only killed a couple ducks, and yeah. so I just had yeah, it. didn't have then, enough to. And then to I go was the going. I was getting ready to go on another hunt and had some cow elk yeah. kind of ready to go. And there, there were some uh, little pepperoni sticks floating around the office the other day that were really good. Uh, elk pepperoni, or mm-hmm. somebody got them, or antelope. Yeah, taste. I so might have to go on a search around the building. Yeah, when we get out of this. Yeah, so like yeah, sausages and, and you got to check people's offices yeah. after uh, <laughs> after hunting season because yeah. that's when it's floating around. Yeah, yeah, and and it's just one of those things that I like to bring in and hand out. And yeah, see what yeah. I try out flavors and I try out Watch, see if people uh, see if people are enthused about what you yep. what you were able to accomplish. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm with you. And then I uh, usually have a couple cold beverages with the spicy kind, you know. And yeah. Those are always a big hit around the barbecue or campfire. Yeah. Good. Oh, I so. love those. So if you were to give people one challenge, what recipe would you give them? For? Like, just challenge them. Like, say you could pick a, um animal. And then, like, if this season they go and get this. I would challenge. This. Mine would be probably be the lettuce wraps. Yeah. To try... Because that could actually, right. it doesn't matter They're what pretty you get. simple um, to make, and there's tons of little ways you can spin it. And you can use you can any the, game meat. You can use pretty much any game meat. Um, birds, game birds, big game. And then you can just buy the buttercup lettuce. Yeah. And it's pretty easy to make, and it's an appetizer, and yeah, you can mix it up. Yeah, and there's tons of little recipes online. Yep. What he said. You're <laughs> not going to give us another one? <laughs> what? The the one my my fallback go to is with uh, it it it's with backstrap steaks and I I cut them on purpose I cut them a little bit thin maybe a quarter inch and then I I pound them flat and I make uh, uh, I, I make a little uh, a little reduction out of uh, uh, butter on them Ooh. and just do salt and pepper and nothing else and just do a little a little salt or a, a little butter and a little uh, white wine reduction and just pour over the top of it it's super easy and it it goes a long way with with people because you know it, it feels decadent and it's it's yummy good starting mm-hmm. point too so there's easy. there you go everyone there's salt some pepper butter wine good white salad wine. to go with it yeah some easy yeah, glass of wine salads for the deer to eat <laughs> well thank you bob for coming in we were like do you think we can make 20 minutes go by (laughs) here we are 20 almost 30 minutes later so thank you for coming yeah you're welcome thanks for having me of course and thank you everyone for listening Join us again next week for our next adventure, Nevada Wild. It's a production of the Nevada Department of Wildlife.